Well, the time has come. It is that day, and we are here and talking to our friend Jamie Court, but this will be the last interview with our friend Jamie Court. He's the president of Consumer Watchdog, and as the Pentagon has said to many presidents, we were here before you got here, and we'll be here after you leave. Jamie Court and Consumer Watchdog, we're here before the Norman Goldman Show got here, and ConsumerWatchdog.org will be here long after the Norman Goldman Show is gone. But Jamie Court is a special person as part of this show. He's been with us nearly from the start once a week. And, Jamie, all good things have to come to an end. Hey, my favorite god on Twitter, <laughs> several gods on Twitter, my favorite god on Twitter tweeted out this morning, all good things must end, but bad things can last forever. So, Jamie, thanks, and uh, thanks for being back with us one last time on the Norman Goldman Show. Well, thank you for everything you've done for the public, for Consumer Watchdog, for all the issues that we talk about. For the consumer, you know, I know we're going to keep this torch burning, not only at Consumer Watchdog, but I know you're going to keep it burning, Norm. Well, Jamie, it's you know I'm too young to just give it up and go fishing for the rest of my days, waiting to die. I mean, there's no there's no fun in that. My life has been very weird, so I've had to learn the value uh, and and the need of turning pages and understanding that phases of life come and go, and sometimes they're really really abrupt and you see them real clearly, and sometimes they're you know more of a slow move and you only see them after uh, you know in retrospect when you look back. We had the luxury on this show of being able to plan our own end. A lot of radio shows just end very abruptly. Nobody knows until the last second it's already happened and everybody's wondering what happened. So, Jamie, I'd like to take this moment to just, you know, remind folks. I mean, you and I have been doing what we've been doing for a long, long time. And we're going to keep doing what we've been doing for a long, long time. There's lots of ways to be effective, aren't there? there there's, you can be effective on the street with a sign, right, getting cars to honk for you to raise consciousness. You can get on TV, as Consumer Watchdog often does, by exposing right corruption you can uh, have a real impact at the ballot box you can get involved in the local political organization there's there's lots of ways to send postcards to your representatives there's lots of ways to have an impact well and also you know if you come across something either at the, in the on the job in, in with your local government what's really important is you know being a whistleblower that's what you and I are right norm we've just become sort of professional whistleblowers in some ways right we 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 know about a lot of things that we blow the whistle on corruption and on. One person can make a huge difference if they know something that's wrong and, and they believe that can change. Sunlight's the best disinfectant, and, and it takes a voice to raise up an issue and, and talk about corruption. And it could be your cell phone carrier uh, doing something that's just really unsavory, and you tweet about it, and you get other people to, to hear and, and be angry about it, and you start to get a petition. There's lots of things you can do. You can start a petition, and you can change the world. Well, Jamie, you can write one, a letter, you can change the world. You know. And, and I have been urging people to write postcards because they get through all the security. You don't have to worry about the anthrax screenings and all. But, uh, Jamie, the one thing that, if anything, I've been stressing is no short attention span. Now, you and I have been at this a long, long time. A lot of people are you know, hearing our voice and, and, and discovering politics, especially now in the age of you-know-who. And a lot of people are getting in, and they're realizing that things are a mess. And and a lot of people are saying, how, how are things a mess? And I've tried to explain that things are a mess because you haven't participated. And a lot of us haven't participated. We've kind of abandoned the system, and it's been taken over by some people who don't have our interests in mind. So the idea is we got to get people to understand the system is slow, it's big, it's bulky, it's clunky. There's no instant results. There's instant soup. But there's no instant results in politics and civics and law. 
Uh, and so I've been trying to counsel people to kind of take the long view. And a consumer watchdog, Jamie, I mean, you have been involved in campaigns and, and resisting campaigns by, by corporate interests, nefarious corporate interests. I mean, that have gone on for years, decades. I mean, you know the value of no short attention span. I mean, how, how effective would, would consumer watchdog be if every time you suffered a loss, you threw a temper tantrum and went home? Yeah, it's hard to, you know, deal with a world where scandals becoming meaningless. It's hard to live in a world where... Donald Trump gets, you know, away with a couple of lies every day. But, you know, the media and others are holding him accountable for their lies. They're starting to counting. They're memorializing it. Uh, Mueller's holding him accountable. And even though it appears that companies or politicians are getting away with something, what you have to remember is things can change on a dime. And you can make that happen. And what I was like to think about is years ago, I went to Chichen Itza, you know, which is these Mayan ruins in, in uh, Mexico. I was, when I was, you know, really getting started on in a life of activism. And I looked up the pyramid. I walked up there because you could walk on Chichen Itza back then at the big pyramid of Chichen Itza. Well, I, could, I also, you know, was in, fit enough to do that then. I can't now, probably, if they would have let me walk on the ruins. And, and I got to the top or close to the top, and I looked down, and I realized I kind of was shaky. Like, you know, you're on this narrow ledge. You're standing at the top. You, you know you're not going to fall, but you think you're going to fall. And I realized that's how, that's how the, the, the politicians, that's how the elected officials feel when you're on the ground. You know, holding the stone. Um, you don't realize that the people at the top, well, they look like they got the best view. They own the world. You know what? They're scared of the fall. And they will fall if you make them make a misstep. And if they do something wrong, you can make them accountable for that misstep. And so it's, it was a really powerful lesson that, that, you know, we have the power of being close to the people and close to the street and close to the dirt and close to the earth and doing what's right. And, and if they make a misstep, they go down. So we've got to remember that these these folks are all one one step away from a big fall, and and and, and it, it could be you that changes it. Well, Jamie, if I were standing there uh, uh, next to you on Chichen Itza, I'd look around and say, wow, look how long ago it was that all these people were here. And look at all the lives that they lived and how important their days were to them as they were scurrying about their lives. And every day was like, oh, I got to do something here. And, and, and it was all just so long ago. It would give me the lesson of no short attention span because I would just see time kind of, you know, running in the background and, and then well, running forward. So it's funny how we take these different lessons, but, but certainly, also you know, there was a death ball court, right? And they played this match, which was literally like, you know, a basketball. Death ball. <laughs> and <laughs> you realize the stakes were a little higher in the Mayan They played kingdom. death ball in, in Mayan culture? And there was sacra. I mean, there was all sorts of stuff going on there that was a lot more serious than our politics, you know. Yeah, I mean, human sacrifices, people that's right. Died, you know, they they don't just it doesn't when you say you get killed it, 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 it was literal it wasn't uh, figuratively you know spoken so to be able to fight about ideas to be able to live in a democracy even when it seems like it's failing and to be able to hold guys like Donald Trump accountable through elections that's a big deal well, Jamie, I really appreciate you being part of the team. I got to leave it there because time is always against us. But I can't thank you for being a friend of the show for so many years, virtually from the beginning. I'm sorry this has to be the last interview, but it just proved to be uneconomically viable. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take a little time off, but uh, we'll see where we reemerge on the other side. Do find our friend Jamie Court and all of his great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org. They'll be here and they'll be working for us and fighting for us. Jamie, thanks again as always. Norm, thank you on behalf of all the listeners for everything you've done and all you've put into this show. Heart, soul, everything, money, everything. And uh, we love you. Thanks, Jay. I love you all back. And I love you, Jamie. We'll see you soon.